You have AIDS? No. This Saturday for my birthday, my mom says she's taking me to Casa Bonita in Denver, and I get to invite three friends. The story's here, and I got three friends. Dying. Uh, hi, everybody, and welcome back to Nobody's Listening, the show that was formerly Feathers and Friends, which is a wildly unscripted show that means nothing and has nothing of value. Welcome back. Hi, David. Hi, Jake. Hi, Kyle. Hi, Jared. Hi, yeah. I think. Yeah, no, that, that's that's fair. So I know I said it. I spoke it into existence. Uh, Jake, why don't you tell David what we're doing here today? Because apparently David didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Uh, well, David, remember how the one episode of Highlander Entertainment that you, like, absolutely put your heels down and was like, I will not be on this episode was the country episode? You and... remember that? Yeah. Well, uh, this comes from a conversation in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so... It never occurred to me you weren't part of because I'm so used to you being there for these conversations. <laughs> Yeah, okay, because you guys kept talking about it like, it's the thing, <laughs> like I'm supposed to know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. I'm over here in Kyle land, like these guys are morons. Look, uh, all, all I know is that I'm excited because I get to hear about a war. Yeah, so, and that are episode. Are we educating Jared? I mean, I wouldn't say educating. But, uh... Yeah, for, for, for that episode, we uh, talked about a drive-by truckers song that is about a family feud. And I mentioned that part of why I like it is that my own fucked up oh. Kentucky family was part of, like, one of the most significant family feuds in Kentucky. Okay. Uh, the Rowan County War. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jared, this is boring. I know this story. What? <laughs> I don't give a shit. This is fun to me. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, immediately after the episode, Jared was like, hey, I would love for you to come on Feathers and Friends and talk about it. And I'm like, well, I'd, I'd have to do some, like, research and stuff, but sure. Uh, and then, now, months later, here we are. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. So, I, I guess my, my first question to you, Jake, is, is this really a boring story? Is David right? Or is this actually something that I, myself, am going to find interesting? I'm not the person to weigh in on this. I'm I'm literally a historian, Jared. It's interesting yeah. to me. Also, it it is it, it can be told interestingly. I wasn't saying the story isn't interesting. I was saying, oh, I know this story. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> I was making a joke. Kyle could give a fuck less. He's going to do that thing that we talked about. He just he says hello, sits silently in the background, and then when it's time for us to go, he's like, all right, bye, and he coexists. <laughs> I appreciate it, Kyle. I appreciate the, the the sticking to the bit. Of course, of course. All right, Jake. So this is all, also to be fair, we are recording this about an hour and a half before these two normally wake up. Oh, that's true. I had to set an alarm for this. What? <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 
Why do you? Why are you just now waking up? It's like my usual schedule, Jared, is I go to sleep at four a.m. I wake up at noon. That's eight hours of sleep. That's perfect. Why do you go to bed at four a.m.? Because that's if I don't do that, then I need like the eight hours of sleep, and then like halfway through the day, I'm like, I need like a two to three hour nap. Like my my body does not function on a morning person schedule. What is morning to you, Jake? Like, before 10. Hey, David, I have a question for you. What is a sitting? (laughs) What do you mean? Because that depends. Yeah. So, like, sitting down to have food, right? Like, how long Uh will a sitting be? Jared, a sitting is not a finite amount of time, but rather a individual reference to a specific action or actions taken there within. How long does the usual sitting last? That is entirely up to an individual and is not necessarily bound by the laws of time. Everyone's waved by David. (laughs) Why? Why? That's not a good answer. And yet... It is technically correct, which is the best uh, kind of correct. Yeah. No, no, no. I think my definition pretty much falls in line with David's. It's it's one thing. So, like a podcast recording is a sitting, correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah. 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 So Kyle has to drink all those sodas in one podcast recording. That's one sitting. Yeah, that is that is in fact one sitting. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Kyle. Didn't even mean to agree <laughs> with Jake. Uh, it's free over, buddy. No, I just was right. answering the actual thing. But also, yeah, that's that's definitely that's a sitting. Um, uh, now, and I would also argue that there are times where we have actually had two sittings for a file under entertainment uh, episode. One might because to if say you take three. a break, no, if you take a break and stop and leave the thing mm-hmm. and then return to it, that's a new sitting. No, file entertainment yep. is three sittings. No. no, Jared. <laughs> no, it's all one sitting. I fucking whatever. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, uh... Jake, take us back. Wait, 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 okay. wait, wait, wait. I've got something for this. Oh back God! Not, time. not you, not you. Back in time. Yeah. Ah, because I'm the executive producer. Sir, not fucking now. Please don't. <laughs> Thank you. Are you boys ready to go? Yeah, blue. Yeah. All right. That's all the file entertainment people get here. Because uh, fuck huh. that podcast. Anyway. <laughs> where, where do we begin, Jake? Where, where the, the time, the fun facts, what? Where, where do we start? Oh, no we begin... Facts. Well, Jared, the year is 1884. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to Moorhead, Kentucky, the county seat of Rowan County, Kentucky, which at this point only exists as a county for like 20 years. So it's like a very like newly like brought into the fold location. Okay. And we're going to start with a prologue. Because uh, this family feud has its roots in an entirely different family feud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pre-Steve Harvey days. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, because uh, in the Underwood Holbrook feud, in which all of the Underwoods died, there are two guys. There is John Martin and Floyd Tolliver, who are both in the losing side of this feud. And they are going to be sort of the start of the Rowan County War. So they, like, you know, fought side by side for this other family that they were, like, financially connected to. Uh, and then uh, John Martin, who is my ancestor, that's why we're talking about this. My grandma on my dad's side was a Martin. Like, that, that was her uh, name before she got married. Maiden name is the term you're yes. for there. It is. It's early, David. Words are hard. Dude, that's why I was helping. <laughs> he woke up an hour early to do this. Correct. Okay, so what was that war about? The 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 pre the pre the pre war. The the uh the 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 the, the warm up skirmish. Uh it was pretty directly a continuation of the Civil War. Uh, which kind of happens a lot in these feuds. That that's the root of a lot of them. Is one side is uh, Republican, one side is Democrat, and after the war is over, they just keep murdering each other. Which kind of happens here, but it gets a lot more complicated. Okay. <laughs> Eighteen eighty four. Well, let, let, let's, Mister Martin. Where where are we going? Uh well. It is uh, important to note, I think, because you referred to it as like a warm-up skirmish. 20 people died in that first feud, <laughs> which is a lot. Almost as many as die in the Rowan County War. Is that... It, what, if, is, if 20 people die, is that is that more of a skirmish or is that more of a war? What... Well, apparently, according to this story, the cutoff is 22. <laughs> <laughs> because two more people die and it becomes a war. 22... Although, to be fair, there's a lot more people involved is, I think, the real difference. 22 people have to die for it to be an actual war. And well, only 20 well, people died? Uh, only 20 people died in the first one. I think the real difference is that the U.S. military didn't become involved in the first one. <laughs> it kind of ended on its own because every single male member of one of the families was murdered. Fucking wow. <laughs> Okay. So it was a pretty definitive, like, victory. And our guys are both coming out of the losing side of that. And it really fucks up John Martin's life, who was already kind of on a downward spiral. He had, like, lost his store that he ran to gambling debts. Uh, he was a county clerk, and he lost that job with, like, uh, accusations of corruption. Uh, so he was, like, already, like, in kind of a downward spiral. Then he's in this feud. He loses that. Uh, he becomes a moonshiner after that. <laughs> And so, so Which he's is where like, his family comes in. No. Yes, literally, <laughs> this is literally my ancestor. <laughs> I I tried to find a direct link so I could like figure out exactly who in the story like I, I'm like directly related to and who's like cousins, but I I couldn't find a family tree that goes new enough. Which is yeah. also good because it means I get to ignore all those uh, red lines, which indicate incestuous relationships. I was about to say. <laughs> I, I like not knowing exactly yeah. how inbred my lineage is. <laughs> would you would oh. you say that your lineage was as red as Kyle's shirt? Potentially. Again, yeah. I couldn't find a direct link. So I'm just going to say, you know, no, I'm from those branches that don't have that happening. 
Mm. I'm just going to assume well, that. Well, and that's just the one side, Jake. Then there's the side we share, which has at least a little bit of that. Bless, though, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> Two different kinds of pill, Billy. Thanks for pointing that out, Dave. You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, getting back into the story, uh, like the, the last little bit of prologue, uh, is that after the feud, uh, the Martin family and the Tolliver family, who both have like various like political uh, like positions, like increasingly become political enemies. They're they're like vying for political power in this like newly established county. Uh, the Martins are uh, Republicans, and the Tollivers are Democrats. Okay. Uh, and I assure you that will be important. And fittingly, that uh, leads us to the start of all the violence, which is Election Day of August 1884. And it starts with a riot uh, that breaks out due to a local election of a judge who had uh, like weighed in and exonerated three Tolliver allies on a murder that they were like caught red-handed doing. That was like pretty blatant, like corruption he was like a direct friend to this family and he was like no 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 these guys didn't do it and most importantly craig tolliver is one of the accused and he's going to kind of become like one of the main guys once the feud really gets going okay and this riot breaks out as you know republicans and democrats are you know fighting about uh, this judge and sort of these election results accusing each other of election fraud uh, like very modern stuff. <laughs> and uh, my ancestor, John Martin, pulls a gun, and then everyone pulls guns. <laughs> As one does. <laughs> okay. And what? at that point, Floyd Tolliver and the sheriff, John Day, who at that point was a Tolliver ally, show up and they start trying to break up this riot that's going on, and both sides turn on them. Everyone starts throwing rocks at them, threatening them. Basically telling them, like, no, we're going to murder each other. You can't stop us. <laughs> okay, okay. But... So, let, let me just get this straight. The Martins are Republicans, right? The Tolberts are Democrats. Correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. The Republicans are very pro-gun. Uh, Don't think, you You can't think modern Republican yeah, okay. and Democrat. The, oh, yeah. the defining thing is Republican is Union, Democrat is Confederacy. Democrats like, are the... That, that's, yes, Keep up until like the the sixties, Jared. Like the Demo that the Democrats were the racist party. They were oh, the party that shit. defended Jim Crow laws. They were the ones that were like pro slavery. Like that that didn't change until like pretty recently. Oh, historically shit. speaking. Okay, yep. okay. So all right, all right. I I'm, I'm trying to uh, just like I do with Call of Duty and Tarkov, trying to apply real world logic. Uh, just does not work in current logic. Okay, so yes, the Martins and the Holberts are having an argument. Basically, they're the 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 law shows up and they go fuck you. We invoked mutual combat. Let us just kill each other. Is what I'm hearing. Uh, that that's kind of what the mob wants. Yeah, but uh, Tol <laughs> Tolliver is with the law. He's directly with the sheriff. He's trying to break all of this up, and he, uh, in fact, is like the first one to shoot. He like shoots up into the air, and of course, when he does that, it doesn't stop the riot. It makes things go fucking crazy. And this is a flintlock pistol, right? This isn't just a six shooter or five shooter. Was uh, no, it was probably no, it would have been a yeah, it would have been a revolver. Yeah, well, I, I know that revolvers were pretty expensive back then. I'm just making sure because the flintlock—that's a ballsy fucking move. You're one shot. Hey, let's let's kick this off, boys. Okay, all right, all right. 
And I, I guess it could have been, to be fair. I, I don't have any information about, like, the actual weaponry used. The one fucking it... thing I care about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, Jake. <laughs> well, listen. If you think about it, it probably would have been a revolver because while, yes, they would have been expensive as far as, like, the, um, like, brand new stuff, this is very much so a time where economically, um, when you create the new model of something, the old one just, they start, like, throwing it out, basically. That model continues into about the late 60s, um, and that started way back when, so these folks probably would have looked at anything and been like, ah, that was last year's revolver. I'll give it to you for two nickels. Yeah, this is also post-Civil War, so there's a lot of guns around. Just, yeah, they're just floating around. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I Literally, in some cases. Hey, David, I'm sorry I jarreded like half that conversation. Do you want to you wanna re say it? Don't you fucking so <laughs> Okay, so he fires his pistol, and the mob is just like getting hornier by the second so what what happens yes next? uh so multiple people start like shooting not all, all, but only one guy actually uh ends up dying uh and that is john martin's friend solomon bradley uh gets shot and killed uh john martin gets shot and wounded and because the scene is so chaotic no one's completely sure who shot solomon bradley uh john martin accuses floyd tolliver and floyd tolliver accuses john martin and that is like the start of the feud. This uh, friend of John Martin dying. They, they have it set up. And that leads into chapter one of the feud, which is this direct confrontation between John Martin and Floyd Tolver. At this point, it's like kind of just a one guy versus one guy kind of deal. They both hate each other. Uh, they, they're both, you know, accusing each other of murder uh, for the same murder. Okay. So it's John Martin, I'm, I'm taking my notes, versus, what's Tolvert's first name? Floyd Tolvert. Floyd. Okay, I oh, have a question. God, he's doing his homework. Do, yeah, yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to stay on top of it. Um, Good. Does, no, does nobody want to hear John Marston? I played a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2. You keep saying Martin. I'm like, fucking, it's Marston, man. John Marston. <laughs> and of course his name is John Martin. Oh, fucking, Okay. <laughs> Can you just call him Marston so I can fucking like not not no. just like no. to, like you say Martin? And I'm like it's literally my family, Jay. <laughs> I have to say the right name. Okay, okay, okay. My, okay. my Ken folk from Kentucky could hear this okay. in 20 years when they get internet. <laughs> oh my god! I just got some really good news. Uh, anyways, uh, any so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, no, okay. So, Mark just sent us a text. He's like, hey, I got some big news. I'm like, oh, what? You finally came out of the closet? Um, and he's like, no. Uh, so, he finally created me and Eric an email account. So, that way, if anybody is messaging us directly for the show, it'll forward directly to me. Um, so, that way, people who message me about my Riz and my dating life can message me directly. Nice. I thought he, was, I thought he said he was going to get married. Honestly, I thought that's what that's what his big news was that he finally uh, proposed to her. But okay, so John and and Floyd are are going toe to toe. They hate each other's guts. Uh, the, some pistols got fired. What happens next? Okay, so uh, th there's like a few weeks of like relative calm, 
uh, after some like you know initial back and forth, some like fist fights and stuff like that, but like nothing major. <laughs> Relative and... calm with fist fights. <laughs> yes. Then on December second, while they're both out drinking, they're they're both drunk. They run into each other, <laughs> and John Martin. Uh, like a few weeks before the trial that they're supposed to have to, you know, figure out who murdered this guy, uh, pulls his gun and he shoots Floyd Tolliver and runs. And Floyd Tolliver, like, dies out in the street, surrounded by his friends. And his last words, uh, I, I found like three different accounts that are slightly different, but they're all essentially the same. And his last words are, remember what you swore to do. You said you would kill him. Keep your word. Wow. <laughs> so as he's lying, dying in the streets, this is what he tells all of his friends. Okay. Yeah, so, that's, that's relatable. I'd do that. <laughs> I, I'm curious. Relative calm with like fist fights and and many little brawls. Like I don't know. Look, I've been in a few fist fights before, right? And like I willingly volunteered for them. Um. I don't know if I'd call that relative calm. Well, when the alternative is like murders, it's calm. No one's died. <laughs> yeah, except for Floyd Tolbert, who's now passed. Well, yes, that that's that's the the start of you know all of this uh, like family on family violence. Is you know that this guy shoots this other guy, and his dying words are essentially like, "Promise me you'll kill this guy." So now it's not, you know, this one guy versus this other guy. It's John Martin versus the entire Tolliver family and all of their allies. Because, okay. like, again, they're, like, politically connected. So they have, like, other families that are connected to them through these jobs that are, like, in debt to them or, you know, need, uh, like, the, the sheriff on their side for their moonshining operation. Stuff like that. Okay. Okay. And uh, pretty much immediately, John Martin gets arrested. Uh, he doesn't really try to run from the law. Like, the, the sheriff shows up and arrests him. Like, it's a pretty low-key thing. But immediately, they're like, okay, we have to get this guy out of the county. If he's in jail here, like, he's dead. But the Tolliver family is going to, like, have him assassinated. Yeah. So they put him on a train and they, like, send him to the next county over. And while he's in jail in this other county because they can't get to him... The Tolliver family starts killing people that are close to it. <laughs> uh, because uh, that guy that I mentioned earlier who had, like, gotten off on, like, blatant, like, uh, murder in an unrelated case, uh, Craig Tolliver, like, kind of becomes the leader of the Tolliver family. Uh, and he kills, uh, like, two more friends of John Martin. Wait, did he kill the friend of Martin? Uh, allegedly Floyd Tolliver did, but no one really knows for sure who shot him. If it was even intentional that that guy got shot. Okay. Okay. Because it was just, it, it was, it was a riot that then everyone had guns and was shooting. <laughs> so, but in, in the mind of the Martin family, like, yes, the, the Tollivers killed this guy's friend. He took vengeance and killed the guy who killed his friend. And then the Tollivers start coming after them, killing more of his friends. <laughs> Sound logic. Real sound logic. Then, uh, using their political connections, uh, Craig Tolliver then 
gets uh, forges a document uh, from like a local judge uh, and and sends it uh, to like bring John Martin back to Rowan County. So they put him on a train and they're sending him back home. And on the train ride home, before he even gets home, they shoot him on the train. Uh, and uh, he he does survive for a little while. Okay. Uh, he manages to make it back to Moorhead. They like get him to this. Uh, there's a weird thing where both families like own a hotel on other sides of the town, and, that, and that's like the headquarters for both, which is very like Batman crime family in a way that I find really funny. <laughs> but uh, they, they like take him to this hotel, and uh, much like Floyd Tolliver, he dies like right in front of all of his family and friends. They all see him die. They all hear him talking about how, you know, the, the, this Tolliver family has, you know, killed his friends, and now they've killed him. So they also are now all in. They're like, fuck these Tollivers, we're going to kill all of them. And the Tollivers are like, fuck these Martins, we're going to kill all of them. Okay. And that leads us into part two, uh, which is the actual war itself. Wow, we're blazing through these chapters. I, I Skirmish. <laughs> Remember, 22 people have to die, and we're only at two of 18 and we have 18 more to go uh well now we're at one two three five 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 are dead though one of them isn't counted in the uh the first guy isn't counted in the feud body toll because technically he died before it started his death kind of started it but so we're at four with 16 more to go yes okay and uh with the death of john martin the entire town gets involved and it's like very directly split split between Republicans and Democrats. If you're a Republican, you're with the Martins. If you're a Democrat, you're with the Tolver. Again, like largely because of like local politics stuff. There, there is no like a lot of times these feuds are connected to the Civil War, and there's like a bunch of stuff about race tied in. That doesn't yeah. really happen here. This is all very petty, very local shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but uh at well, literally nine out of ten people are involved in this feud in some way. They're either supplying weapons or they're like directly involved in the violence, which is what sets it apart from other feuds. Is that like these two families are at the center, but that everyone in this town is involved. Again, literally ninety percent of people of adults are directly connected in this war. Were the kids like the, the little gun runners as well, too? Like shuffling around with little backpacks? Like, oh no, Sheriff, I ain't got nothing in my backpack. Probably. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> oh, Jared. What? I what? love the way your brain works. That's all. Don't worry about it, man. <laughs> okay. All right. And uh, one of the like first things that happens, like as this turns into an actual war, is that Sheriff John Day switches sides. He's like the only guy in the entire war to switch sides. And he does it like pretty much like as soon as they kill John Martin, he's like, okay, you guys are like being too blatant. I am a sheriff. I can't be siding with the side that's, you know, out killing people in the streets, that's forging documents. So he switches sides. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, of the five people that have died in this war, the Tolberts have killed four of them. Tech, yes. You know? and, and I mean... Three of them were a direct result of pre-combat, you know, the, the beginnings of the beginnings. So, okay. All right. Uh, so he switches sides, and immediately he, like, starts getting politically punished for that. Uh, 
Craig Tolliver, the guy who at this point has done, you know, the, the, the two uh, murders and probably John Martin, so it's never proven exactly who did that. Uh, he declares himself with absolutely no authority, the marshal of the county. <laughs> and uh, it works perfectly for him. Everyone is so scared of him, they go along with it. <laughs> Which he'll do a few times. This guy okay. is nuts. Like, if you're making a movie, this guy is, this guy is like the big bad villain. Uh, Craig Tolliver. Uh, and he kind of uh, uses that to kind of uh, take power from the sheriff and kind of delegitimize him. And uh, there's like some back and forth murders at that point. Both sides are claiming, you know, what they're doing is legal. The Martin side, because they're like, well, we have the sheriff. And the Tolliver's because they're like, well, we have the marshal. So, you know, the, these killings we're doing, you know, they're justified. We're, you know, it, it's justice. <laughs> but in reality, it's like mostly like murders of opportunity. It's like, okay, we've got this Tolliver guy alone. Like, uh, no, no one's around to see. We're going to shoot him. They're in the and... whorehouse. Tiffany's on our side. We'll give her a shank. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and, and there's like a, a handful of like back and forth murders there. And it's like starting to heat up and it's also starting to get national attention because again, this entire town's involved. So there is no hiding it. There is no like, ah, it's just, you know, these two families. Anyone who like travels through this town is like, what the fuck is going on? Like houses are boarded up. People are walking around with guns drawn. This is crazy. Well, like, okay, so this is eight. You said, oh, "Where's my where's my sticky note, Blue? Where'd it go?" Oh, there it is. Uh, this is like eighteen. Is this still eighteen eighty four? This is. Uh, this would be early eighteen eighty five. Okay, now, like, how big is this town, though? It, like, is it like what Stevens Point, Wisconsin, is today, or is this like a pretty decent sized fucking town? Oh no, it's very small. Okay, uh, I think uh, it's small enough they don't have. A population for uh the, the town itself they just have like the county population and it's like a couple thousand in the entire county okay so yeah it's like it's like hadley you, a blink and you miss it got it all right I, I say that like you guys know what town i'm talking about it's okay yeah yeah, yeah. you know good old yeah. hadley yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure <laughs> yeah, just, for, for those of you who want to now is a good time to pause and and look up hatley wisconsin h-a-t-l-e-y hatley wisconsin Continue, yeah, it's like Jake. uh it's like uh you know it's like uh Glenrock, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a relatable that. reference. Yeah. 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 People get that. <laughs> We've got two states covered. That's that's basically all, right? <laughs> no, yeah. Fuck everybody else. Nobody cares. <laughs> okay, um, continue though. Okay, so at this point, like the, the state government is taking notice of what's going on in Moorhead. And, this and they're like, okay. Arkansas state government, right? Uh, Kentucky. Okay. Kentucky. And they're like, no, no, no. You you can't be doing this. Like, you're you're blatantly, like, breaking the law. Like, you're making the entire state of Kentucky kind of a laughing stock. Like, newspapers around the country are, like, writing about it as kind of, look at these rednecks murdering each other. Kind of, like, <laughs> a lot of them, like, like, in very, like, blatantly <laughs> offensive terms. <laughs> And so they uh, get a U.S. general to go in to Rowan County with a bunch of troops, like a couple hundred troops, to, like, shut this down. Okay. And they go in, and they, you know, uh, establish, you know, okay, like, we're in charge. 
we're going to set both sides down. We're going to come to an agreement. We're going to end this thing. And uh, they uh, come to an agreement, like, pretty much immediately, essentially exonerating everyone. They're like, no one's getting charged with murder. Everyone's getting off of everything you've done. Just stop killing each other. Both families agree to this, like, like pretty readily, uh, and never stop killing each other. U.S. military is there. Troops are there threatening them. Doesn't matter. They just keep going. It doesn't slow them down at all. In fact, it makes things worse. You can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Okay. And the military kind of, the, the general who's in charge just kind of goes, well, I don't, I don't know what to do. We're just going to leave. And they do. They don't do anything. <laughs> this, this didn't work. They don't care that we're here. We don't know who's doing what. We don't really have jurisdiction here. Like, I guess we're leaving. So they do. They just leave town. <laughs> like, and, and there's like reports from troops basically being like, uh, yeah, like it was terrifying being there. Like we were worried that we were going to start getting murdered. <laughs> so we don't want to be there. Which is kind of Still the case in the part of Kentucky my family's from. I don't know if you're familiar with Clay County, Kentucky, Jared. It's like one of the poorest counties in America. It's full of like moonshiners and like federal agents routinely go missing there. The FBI will go in and they just won't come out and no one ever finds them. It's a thing. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. Rowan County, you said, right? Uh, Well, no, Rowan County is this feud. Clay County is the like modern shithole where my like worst family members are from. clay county missing fbi agents oh my if, god if you've ever watched that show justified it's largely based on like events around that area of kentucky oh yep. okay okay no i've, I've uh, yeah. driven i've driven through kentucky uh like twice um and uh i will never do that ever again so yeah uh yeah fair <laughs> i've got i've got friends there i think i'll be safe <laughs> i got family there kind of okay but so after uh the military like intervenes like tries to settle things down and just spectacularly fails uh like things like we do <laughs> but i mean like what 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 the, what the fuck do they even like how what can they even do right i mean this is pre-1900 serial killers are like a dime a dozen and yeah how are you gonna try to find half the town fucking trying to kill the other half it's just like everyone's got blood on their shirt everyone's got guns how the fuck do you figure it out like that uh, uh, yeah <laughs> that, that's essentially what they say that's essentially what they tell the state of kentucky and at that point the state of kentucky is kind of determining like should we just dissolve the county? Like, should we get rid of Rowan County? Because a lot of this has to do, like, a, a lot of this is being done through these, like, local political postings. Like, again, both of these families are, like, politically connected locally. It's like county clerks are, like, you know, diverting money from, <laughs> like, like, their county to, like, buy more guns. It's like every tiny government position is suddenly this like important thing in this local war. I... So the sorry, go ahead. So the, the the state of Kentucky is like considering, okay, do we just like write off this entire county? Like get rid of it entirely, like uh I don't know, like like absorb it into another county so no one here has any political power. I have a thought. Uh, that, that... 
Be a hundred percent. That's an that I didn't even that's, didn't have that on the fucking bingo card. I didn't. I'm a nuclear and lock. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Like this is like this is this this is the shit I love. I love these corruption stories. It's just yeah. No. Like you go to the left side of the street. You're on the Democrat side. You go to the right side of the street. You're on the Republican side. Like this shit is insane. <laughs> and both sides hate everyone. <laughs> but mostly each other yeah <laughs> okay. okay all right but uh yeah like i said uh like this military intervention like uh, it kind of emboldens them because once they see like the u.s military can't stop us they kind of for the most part stop trying to hide it so instead of like oh we you know this guy's alone and you know this alley we're gonna shoot him while we have an opportunity there starts being like just full-on shootouts in the street where they, you know, they see a Tolver on their side of town. They're, they're pulling guns and they're shooting. Like, just broad daylight, don't care who sees. As one does. <laughs> how bad do you think their aim was, though? Uh, based on how few people die for how many people are involved in some of these shootouts, very bad. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that with how this fucking thing ends, because it's uh... wild how few people die. I can give you some accuracy statistics once we get to that point, especially about uh, people dealing with uh, like ball and and like flintlock pistols and all that stuff. Uh, you would be surprised how many bullets are fired, even in modern warfare, compared to every KIA. That's fair. Well, uh, I, I remember there was like a, a Cripper of Blood shootout with a bunch of army rangers and like supposedly nobody on the the army ranger side got hit and like a bunch of the crips or bloods got like nailed like yeah in, in like you know a backyard barbecue brawl where half of the rangers were probably drunk so oddly enough though talking about gangland shootings just real quick uh tend to be more effective and more accurate than actual like combatants but that's a whole nother thing anyway well yeah because they actually fucking... hate you well, dude, they're they're usually they're right next to you. You know what I mean? That too. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of in a hail of bullets, you're, you're gonna hit somebody who's close to you. But anyways, uh, although not necessarily, we could uh, talk about the Zulus and the British. But getting back to this. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Sorry, Jake. I apologize. Oh no. I you, keep interrupting you. You are fine. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, we, we're now the the army is pulled out. Uh, as they typically don't do. Uh, they have not impregnated somebody with a child. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, so in 1986, it seems like the feud is like coming to an end. Uh, Craig Tolliver gets like besieged. They like surround the hotel that he's in. And uh, he's like completely surrounded and he surrenders. He basically agrees like, okay, I will leave town. Like you guys win. Uh, like, like this will be the end of it and he leaves town and there is like a month where like nothing happens it seems like it's ended then Craig Tolliver comes back uh, after being charged in Cincinnati for armed robbery <laughs> <laughs> hey you guys are gonna believe this they charge you in, in other cities and states it's fucking weird uh, basically and fittingly he comes back Right as there's an election going on. Oh, you know, <laughs> fucking say. And it's well, it's the whole reason he comes back is there's a uh, election for uh, uh what, what the fuck's this thing called? Police judge. 
is the position, uh, which essentially is like a person who like uh, like would issue warrants was like their main deal, which is why he wants this position. And I wonder why he shows up and is like, you know, sneaking around and he plasters the town in uh, his campaign posters, which are just his name and a Winston repeater. The implication being like, if you run against me, I'm going to murder you. And everyone drops out. <laughs> so he wins this election by default. But where did he get the campaign funds for the posters? Probably the robbery he did in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to believe this. We found a bunch of our dollars down in Kansas City or Kansas, whatever. Kentucky. Kentucky, whatever. It's it's not it's not important. It's not yeah, important. Kansas City's nowhere near there. Fuck you. My mind is my mind is elsewhere. We is have different guy? criminals from the different side of our family who live in Kansas City. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Kentucky, Kansas City, they're fucking uh, whatever. They both start with K, and they're both kind of in the South. I understand. Yeah, yeah. And one of them has mobs, and one of them has hillbillies, and what? Oh fuck. I I have a genuine question. Who do you think would win in an all-out war? The Kansas City mob or a redneck hillbilly city? They're uh, the same people. That's largely true. Also, I think <laughs> I think at that point it comes down to home field advantage. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say who's pushing to, into whose territory. Yeah. <laughs> a neutral territory. Like, like if it's ooh, a neutral city. Hmm. Probably the mob. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. The mob is more willing to send more of their other people from other places to go finish what's going on. So I feel like Kentucky hillbillies, it's like it's kind of like Afghanistan. It's like they're not going to be, you know, successfully invading other countries, but you don't want to be invading there. Yeah. <laughs> OK, because you, you just you will lose. <laughs> I, I got to write yeah, down. Uh, hillbillies have a slow takeover. <laughs> yeah, they take over by making you one of them. Exactly. They don't, they don't take. They don't militarily occupy. Like your family yeah. now. <laughs> the more trailers in the city, the better. You're not far off. David's I... look right now is uttered like that. I saw that look on your face, and I didn't know if it was because of what I said. I just hate how accurate it is. <laughs> I live in a fucking trailer right now. I'm halfway there. Uh, I mean, my aunt from that side of the family, who's like the well-to-do one of the family, uh, because she's a teacher, you know, that very yeah. prestigious, you know, well-paid job, Yeah. Uh, like does live in a trailer. And I do remember like family members talking about like how fancy it is. <laughs> she has like an above ground pool. And she owns the property as well. Oh, dude, yeah, that is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do I say this? Do I out myself for being this white trash? All right. So, like, my grandmother, who was very wealthy, when she passed away and my parents got, you know, their part of the inheritance and what was left of my grandpa's money that she'd been living off of, uh, legitimately bought a trailer and the land to put it on because that's what you do when you're a redneck and you get a large sum of money yeah because that's, it's how, economic. that's how you, know you made it yeah. <laughs> i mean that's, that's I mean, status yeah i i mean at least she's buying land <laughs> most people wouldn't 
<laughs> like I'm gonna spend it on a new car I can't afford still. <laughs> I, I I know like I know what you're saying because like my dad like the first thing that he did when he got divorced from my mom was he bought forty acres of land out in the middle of nowhere. Like it was just why the fuck are we living here? And the story was oh he bought he bought the farm from a a a, a, le- a lesbian couple. I was like, okay, that's that's interesting, but yeah, forty acres of land. And as much as I love my dad, he's he doesn't know it, but he's hillbilly to the core too. So, <laughs> which is why I think I'm weirdly okay with living in a trailer. Fair. All right. So uh, all right. So he's uh, back. Getting back. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he comes back. He wins this election by default by threatening everyone who's running. Uh, and he like immediately is using this power to issue warrants to uh form lynch mobs, and he doesn't actually go after Martins though. Weirdly, uh, he goes after uh this guy named uh Boone Logan because Boone? Boone Logan had the nerve to within earshot of him talk about how he didn't want uh him to win this election he said he would rather have the least qualified man in america uh, in this position than fucking craig tolliver is what he said and hearing this as soon as he has power he retaliates against this guy uh, he was like loosely affiliated with the martins he was on the other side of the political uh party mm-hmm. but uh really like it's this offhand comment he made that craig tolliver happened to hear so immediately he issues a warrant for two of his sons and he forms a mob uh and uh he uh, uh accuses them of being Ku Klux Klan members is the accusation uh which i i can't find proof either way of whether these charges are true or not uh but uh it, it seems like they probably aren't okay but essentially this is just a the, the kind of thing that at this time, because the KKK at this point is also, like, very similarly, like, taking entire towns over. Ah, okay. So, like, it, it's, it's a hot-button thing. So you can kind of accuse people of this with no evidence and do what you want. And he takes these warrants and he forms a mob and they go to the Boone house and they, like, uh, surround it with guns and basically, like, say, you know, send these uh, two out. And they do. They, they, like, send them out, assuming they're going to be arrested. And instead, they kill them right there. Like, in front of this guy's house. And they tell the rest of the family, like, get out of town, or this is what's going to happen to you two. And this turns out to be, like, what undoes, like, Craig Tolliver's, like, uh, political control. Well, yeah. Uh, because uh, understandably, uh, Boone Logan, the, the father of these two guys, uh, who you know the the retaliation was against, uh, like goes to the next county over and starts like uh, recruiting their sheriff. He like gets them involved. Okay. He's like, uh, hey, like, like this guy's like blatantly abusing his power. Uh, like we we need to do something about this, and uh, that sheriff, like the the next county over, like helps him get uh warrants along with the martin family who of course are you know happy at this opportunity so they issue warrants for like everyone involved in the tolliver side of things like a a bunch of the tollivers themselves and like all of their closest allies like everyone who was at this like mob that killed these two kids 
Like, uh, gets a warrant. And they use that. They start arresting a bunch of people. A couple of the Tolvers get killed, of course, in the process, but a bunch of them get arrested. Uh, and a bunch of them have political connections. So they're like big gets that, you know, you're, you're getting this guy who has like a local county job. Okay, so so these aren't just like small time busts. It's it's some pretty big busts that are making lots of waves. Okay. Yes, and more importantly, it's like decreasing the Tolliver's political power, and they also like strip Craig Tolliver of his police judge position based on all of this. Okay. And uh, so so there's like a year where it's mostly like the the Martins like arresting and like slowly like tearing down the entire like Tolliver. Uh, like estate that they're like just one by one like taking people out again like largely with arrest from the help of this like next county over and uh that that all like comes to a head in july of 1887 and uh that's where the martin family like gets all of their supporters together and they like surround basically all of what's left of the tolliver's and their hotel that they use as their base. I was going to say, was did they surround the hotel? <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> uh, and uh, 60 people are involved in a two-hour-long shootout at this hotel. What? Yes. <laughs> and three people die. All Tollivers. <laughs> Fucking really? Yes. 60 people. Two hours. Two hours. Three people. Yes. But... One of those people is Craig Tolliver. He's shot and he's killed. And once he dies, everyone else is like, okay, we surrender. Like, he's kind of the the leader of the Tollivers. Like, without him, they just don't have any interest. They're clearly losing. So they all surrender. Like, a bunch more of them are arrested. And that ends the Rowan County War. Kind of. It's like the Patriot. Please, please, please stop shooting our officers. Then our people don't know what to do. No, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> I also like watching David and Kyle because uh, I can see that you guys are scaving in Tarkov, and I know the looks on your faces <laughs> when you're when you're doing that. Because I remember one time the girlfriend's the ex girlfriend slapped a photo of me playing Tarkov, and I looked that exact same way while I was playing. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> wow imagine playing a video game during a podcast i know party. that's yeah, I, who does yeah that? imagine who does that <laughs> I i'm fucking, really jared and jared right now <laughs> i did david one time i did one podcast that i deleted because one motherfucker that i was telling a story fucking decided to play flappy bird the entire time i was talking to him I just stopped in the middle of the episode i was like you're not even paying attention are you he's like oh yeah i am what the fuck am i talking about the one and only time I've ever deleted an episode. That's funny. The one and only time. That's all I had to do to get you to delete my episode? No. <laughs> hey, Jake, guess what? We got to start over. <laughs> okay, all right. So you said it okay, so, kind of ends the war. So yeah, that, that that's the end of the war. There's no more like full town on town, like blatant like, like murders. The, the county doesn't end up getting dissolved. Uh, like peace is restored, but okay. yeah, there are six more murders related to this feud after the war ends. <laughs> because so technically, we get up, we hit the twenty-two mark, right? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, the the end of the war is the twenty-two mark, and then there's another six murders years down the line. And nineteen oh one is the first, like the next one. Okay. 
uh, as it like briefly reignites the, this feud, uh, as there's like an argument at a Fourth of July picnic. How <laughs> 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 it always starts. <laughs> and How American. A uh, it's it's between a Martin and a Tolliver, and if you've ever been in the South, like these feuds don't go away. No. So like what would have been just like a normal like throwaway argument that there's like some uh you know some like swear words thrown around. But uh the Martin involved stabs the Tolliver to death. So that that's the first murder. And then the Tolliver start retaliating. They okay. shoot that guy and they shoot his brother. And then like a few years later, the Martins retaliate to that. Uh they like uh shoot up a house. Uh, and end up killing like two more Tollivers and like one other like friend. Uh, so so there is like uh like one more little like, uh within the span of two years, you know, six more people die, based on all this shit that happened like thirty years prior. And okay. the the last little bit of epilogue I want to give the little personal connection here, is that in like the late seventies, early eighties. When my dad and his sisters were growing up, my aunt Cindy, uh, like, started dating this guy and like brought him home to to meet the family, and uh, like his name was Tolliver. And as soon as my grandma heard that, she like got in the kid's face, was like, "You get the fuck out of here! You stay away from my daughter!" <laughs> and like would not let my aunt date. This guy, based on this family feud from the 1800s, a hundred years earlier. <laughs> that is phenomenal, and I love that. Oh, I, oh, I could see that. <laughs> I, I feel like that is that is perfect, man. Right, perfect. I guess as far as you know racist southern feuds go yeah yeah pretty great <laughs> but, but like i mean how like something that you did to my great great grandpappy that has not been around for god knows how long and it's just because your last name is tolver like seriously we can't just middle east this shit just you marry my daughter well, and our, our tribes are not at war anymore oh they did that jared that yeah. like after the like in between the war and all those other murders, there was like a high profile wedding between these two families that was meant to be like this, you know, forever ends the feud. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Still didn't. <laughs> like, yeah, probably those immediate families were good with each other after that, but all the cousins and uncles and aunts, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they they just know that for generations and generations. There's this other family, and they're in the wrong. We were in the right. Here's all the <laughs> fucked up stuff they did. Never mind that both sides were, you know, murdering people in the streets. Like, both sides. Like, I, I couldn't find connections with, with that one guy with the clan, but, like, a lot of my family from that area are clan members. Like, my parents have, mm. like, taken me aside and been like, yeah, stay away from, like, those three people over there. Like, they're all in the clan. <laughs> ah, okay. I got you. I got you. So, like, and, and that's true on like both sides. Again, the other side is the the Democrat. Like, like that's the Republican side, the side that would have been you know associated with the Union. Mm. <laughs> and that side has like all these like fucked up racist connections and their moonshiners and all this stuff. Like, I I'm sure the other side is just as much. Like, both sides are just shitheads. That there is no one in the story who's like 
good. Like, both sides are using all of their political power to, like, get away with murder, literally. <laughs> like, th th this is just, like, a pure corruption, like, essentially, like, gang violence between these two redneck families, one of which is my redneck family. But, Jake, Louis Farrakhan can. What? Up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> Nothing. It's a history joke. <laughs> What's the history joke? Do you not know who Louis Farrakhan is? No. Don't worry about it. Then. <laughs> it's it's a Ku Klux Klan thing. It would take longer to explain than we've got left in the podcast, Jared. Oh, okay. No, that's, that's fair. That's fair. No, that's understandable. Um... Uh, but I do want to touch real quick yeah. on the shootout. Okay. Because you seemed amazed at the fact that only three people died. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna walk it backwards. Most people like to build up, but because of what we're talking about, I think it makes more sense to go backwards in in technology. Do you know how many rounds per person confirmed KIA were fired in Vietnam? I'm gonna go. My first initial guess is like 50, but because we're talking because of the what we're talking about here. I'm mm -hmm. going to go 1,500 rounds per confirmed KIA. <laughs> oh, Jared. Uh, 50,000. 50,000 rounds per confirmed KIA. I'm both yeah. sides. J Jared, you're forgetting yeah. something. You're what? forgetting something. The invention American of a machine military gun. loves <laughs> suppressing fire. Uh, there's also the <laughs> fact that just, you know, you had a lot of people who didn't want to be there or take another life. So there's a lot of tendency. So there's a tendency in combat that you actually aim high. Um, General Cornwallis was actually famous for uh, while training American uh, freedom fighters uh, in pre-revolutionary war and after for telling them to aim at their shoelaces, children and uh, or it's something like that. It's a pray to God and aim at their shoelaces. Because most people actually end up shooting high. Um, hmm. But there's a lot of other things that go into it. I could go into the whole biochemical reaction that happens too, but I won't. But um, this sort of j trend, though, sticks. And and I won't say gets worse the older the technology goes. But you start to see at even much closer range um, and uh, engagement that accuracy just starts to fluctuate wildly. Um the British, I wish I could remember the name of the settlement. Um, there, Roanoke. it's this. No, 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 no. This is an Africa. That one just but, disappeared. No one knows why. Um, yeah, Roanoke. That was witches. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, or Zod or Brainiac. It all depends on what comic book you're in. Um, but, <laughs> but no. Um, I wish I could remember. I used to have this memorized, but they fought. Uh in this little encampment on a hill that they had built like, you know, the wooden battlements and stuff. So like, not like a solid fence or anything, yeah. but something like a thousand or more, or like 1500 Zulu warriors marched on it, uh, fighting the British occupying force. Um, and if you know anything about how the Zulu fight, it's actually very similar to Spartans. Um, Failing. and, but I mean, all they have is their shields were made of leather. Um, but they, it's very similar to Spartans, but they're also like hopping and, and jumping while they do it. It's really cool to like watch recreations of it. It would be awesome to see 
if you could actually like go and and watch a group of actual Zulu warriors do their thing. But uh, the British were sticking their rifles out at point blank range and firing and only hit a Zulu warrior once for every 35 rounds fired. And they were firing into dense masses of people. Well, let me ask you this: What was was there shield just straight leather, or was it yeah. wood yeah, surrounded yeah. by leather? No, 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 no. It's a leather, tan leather hide yeah. shield. You could shoot right through it. What year was this? Uh, it, the the shield uh, was more for uh, like deflecting spears and stuff like that. Because well, if it if this was <laughs> this was before rifling was made, I could I could actually see it because anytime oh, no, a musket ball would punch right through this. Well, I mean, yeah. still, if it if it was a musket ball, you got to imagine if they're bunny hopping around like lunatics, and this is a smooth bore, anything that it hits just se- it sends it wildly. Like when an uh, AK forty seven round. Been, uh, the Battle of Island. I can never pronounce this. It's the San Luana. Um, it's uh part of the Anglo Zulu War. Would have been January twenty. 20- second of 1879 jared yeah okay so rifling would have actually been a thing then okay then yeah yes. no that's bullshit uh, I, I probably <laughs> well, yeah to probably the fact that they were missing and probably because the zulus were moving in a fast uh, fashion they couldn't actually get an accurate hit and i mean firing. also the, those those rifles were just very inaccurate there's a reason they were still using bayonets yep yeah 100%. Because if someone gets close, it's more effective to stab them than to shoot them. It's also because of the biochemical reaction that happens in a person when they try to shoot somebody. Uh, well, like that's just ineffective training. No. You still get trained to combat it today. And the reason why the modern military does things the way that they do and training is done the way that it is, is to compensate for all these things that we've learned about. Yeah. They just don't tell you why you're doing it. Well, yeah, but if they're still missing, they're ineffective. The training was ineffective. Jared. What? Oh, my God. Okay, so you're not you're not looking at this and drawing the conclusion. It's a hard thing for most normal human beings to do to kill people. Okay? Yeah. Um, and even... It... Oh, my God. The what? number of rounds fired per person killed in combat throughout history is a lot. Yeah. So, like, to hear about these shootouts and be like, oh, a two-hour shootout, oh, my God. Um, How did only three people die? Well, there's a lot that goes into it. Well, I'm just assuming that... And you, you also have to keep in mind that most of the shooting going on is from the outside of a building shooting it. Yeah. So, like, oh, through cover, actually- like... like yeah, they they literally surrounded the hotel and were like lighting it up like through windows and stuff. Oh, I thought like they were actually like they surrounded the building and then sent a few goobers knuckleheads inside and were like yeehawing it no. through the hallways. No, yeah, I don't think you have a two-hour shootout that way. Okay. No, the, 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 nah, there's not going to be anyone way. in that town that's going to want to be like, I'm going to go in with my musket. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be. Hey, let's just shoot and probably burn the building down. You yeehaw <laughs> with your result with your revolvers, right? You yeehaw no, to no one door. Your buddy you're, you're comes up and yeehaws the, the other door. You're forgetting that military train. 
Jared, they're all well, just civilians with guns. Then, that wouldn't have been military training for a, like the whole cowboy era of like treating a revolver like an action piece happens much later after the romanticizing of cowboys. Actual cowboys didn't do this weird gunslinger spin. The, like, I'm sure there's somebody in a saloon somewhere in this time spinning their gun and being like, see, that means I'm a good sharpshooter. No, actual <laughs> like bastards and cowboys and criminals are just walking up behind somebody and shooting them in the head or being like, all right, 10 paces at noon and taking eight steps and turning and firing. Like that's how the shit happened in real life. It's not, yeah, it's yeah, not I mean, like the movie. Yeah. There, there were like those uh, like wild West shows are where a lot of this comes from, which were very popular like at the time and were okay. like actual, you know, cowboys and like guns leaders and stuff, but they were like intentionally showing off. Yep. Like yeah. it, I'm sure in an actual gunfight, they weren't, you know, being revolver ocelot. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. I just, I just, what, cause like I, I have that mentality. Like I'm going to surround a place. Yeah. And then you, you send like five or six of your best men in and you just go fucking, you know, kicking the door and it just, you people perish right like that's yeah, what but you if do your people are inside you can't shoot the building i know also why 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 would you go inside the building when you could just burn it to the ground and have them come out <laughs> see kyle's very uh -huh. much uh never mind nope i don't want to say that nope you realize well, whose well, tactic kyle. that was kyle kyle the Tollivers did do that. They did burn down the Martins Hotel pretty early oh. on in the war, but no one oh. died. They all made it out, so it didn't yeah. work. They weren't covering <laughs> the exits correctly. Well, well, they there didn't was, have enough people to circle yeah, the building. That was before the military came in. They were still trying to hide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they threw a Molotov and ran. But, but pretty anyway, much. No, I want to. How many people died while the military were there to, for them to be like, mm, we're not doing it, so let's leave? Uh, I don't have like the direct room. Probably like another five or six died while they were there. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, think about the military. That's understandable. It's <laughs> usually usually people are were probably drafted at this time, right? Not many people were really sticking around to volunteer after the fact. And then on top of that, uh, like, do you really think no, a lot we of have a we have an actual like military force at this point as a nation, and a lot yeah. of people were very patriotic and very like. Serving in the military is what a lot of able-bodied men did. Okay. Also, and this exact kind of thing is a lot of what the military did in this era. Just that there was sure. a lot of sending in troops to like resolve local conflict, especially in the West. Yeah. There was oh. a lot of like the ranchers in this town are murdering every single farmer. Yeah. Send the troops in to stop them from killing every single farmer. Well, you gotta remember, oh. like, this isn't an era where like the lawman wasn't really like you had marshals, but that was pretty much it. You were lucky if your town had an actual sheriff. Like, um, you know, you had marshals who may be posted in, like, let's say, um, Minneapolis, but they were responsible for, you know, all of Wisconsin and Michigan and some of North Dakota. Like, this this wasn't the era of oh hey these 30 guys broke into my farmhouse, grabbed my children and are now saying, if I don't give them their land, you know, uh, I, I don't get to see my kids call the police. All right. We'll be there in three months. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. I just, uh, I just, uh, I didn't think that the the population would want to be a part of the military uh, back in that day because you just got done with the Civil War, you just got done with everything. You probably don't have that many good investigators, and what 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 grounds do they have to stand on, though? You know what I mean? So, yeah. Oh, they weren't good at investigating. It's exactly. Well, usually they didn't have to have to like yeah. most of these stories are like then the the military showed up and everyone went oh shit we better stop like that's usually <laughs> how it ends people just like assume like the military's here now like we're, we can't keep doing this obviously but uh this this county in kentucky they're like no nah, i'm pretty sure we can keep doing this <laughs> they haven't caught that's just me the yet. US military. <laughs> yeah, just don't shoot the guys in the weird colored coats folks jesus it's not that hard <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah that's pretty accurate yeah. <laughs> yeah jake i appreciate you for doing all that research i know you didn't you didn't have to but i appreciate you yeah no most of that's just family folklore ah no. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i didn't know if it would be appropriate to do questions at the end like if we wanted to help people because it it, it feels like we it feels too violent. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like we, we educated. have a lot to make up for. <laughs> we oh. educated someone. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel like this was like a whole They could use this for an thing. essay in their history class now. Oh, dude. Are you kidding me? I mean, because of this war, there is a college in that town now because, like, people became obsessed with, like, we need to, like, rehabilitate these rednecks. <laughs> So, so like a bunch of like legitimate like missionaries were like going into this town after the, this war because again it was like national news everyone was following what was going on here yep and that like one of the big things is they established uh moorhead college there yep but, which is where i got a lot of the information about this is from like moorhead college uh stuff that they have up yeah they preserved a lot of the stuff or otherwise it probably would have been lost over the years too yeah i read through like a bunch of like uh kentucky like newspapers from the time that they have up for uh like anyone nice. to see see history essay yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know what like what history class all right jared for but yeah all right what uh well, it's up to you to end it. It sounded like you were wanting to end the podcast. Oh, yeah, because I, I didn't feel like it'd be appropriate to do questions at the end of just hearing about 30 That's fine, because I got to dip out real quick anyways, so. Well, uh, you guys want to do pluggables? Uh, sure. Like, right. where, where, where can people find more of you three idiots if they want to? Well, uh, nobody's listening. That's the podcast we have where we're trying to get to zero listeners. Uh, you can't find me anywhere. I'm not on any social media or anything. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, you can also uh, find us as a frequent guest on File and Entertainment, where uh, they have What's a that? pretty pretty good uh, producer over there, much better producer than uh, this show has. What? What are you? What are you talking about? What's that? Shut well, up, Kyle. Yeah, except except for Kyle, he's not invited <laughs> on that show. Yeah, hey, Kyle. I'm I'm going to <laughs> December first, Kyle. December 1st, 7 p.m. Be ready. I'll have a link available for you. You can just come hang out. <laughs> yeah, I'll just sit there. It'll, it'll be great. <laughs> it'll be great. You're just don't even don't even say a thing. Just come on. Just chill. Just you're there. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, you can also find me and David, but uh, not Kyle on Real Piece of Sitcom, which is our podcast that uh, starts up in January. The, the podcast formerly known as Life is Unfair. 
Alrighty. Well, I I promise. I promise. I'm gonna start setting a regular schedule where it's Sundays and Wednesdays that we record. So thank you for the history lesson and say goodbye, everybody. Bye. to make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't clear it. <laughs>